Hey friends, welcome back to Ginger Viz, the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and today we're going to talk about delivering value in your business. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. Quick life update. We're hanging out. We traveled recently a couple times and we've updated our 2023 travel calendar, which I am super excited about. It just seems like sometimes we go so long without like traveling and doing much. And then all of a sudden it's a whirlwind and it happens all at once. So I love it. Also, for those of you who follow along with my photography journey, we are making changes. In 2023, not only have we increased our prices rather drastically, we are also focusing simply on branding photography. As much as I love doing event photography and weddings and family sessions, they don't exactly support where we're at in life right now. I am loving having more freedom on my weekends and I want to keep trending that way. Now, for any of you who are listening who have booked me for 2023, don't worry, nothing's changing there. I am still photographing all the weddings that I booked in 2023. I'm just limiting the number that I take on moving forward. And same with event photography. If it fits and it works, I'm doing it. But if it doesn't, I'm not putting pressure on myself to say yes to something that I might regret down the road because I just love the quality family time that I get to spend with my family on the weekends. And that's just kind of the life and stage that we're in right now. That's the chapter that we're on with my full-time job and whatnot. I, I like protecting my weekends and my family time. So I will probably dive into that more at a later date and a full episode of its own to kind of just talk through how we make those kind of decisions and why we make them. But for now, that's kind of the transitional piece that we're doing and I am excited for it. So let's dive into today's topic, delivering value in your business. As entrepreneurs and small business owners, you provide something, right? Maybe you provide wedding planning services or soap or wood making or whatever it may be. There is a service or a product that you provide that can be valuable to the right customer. There are many functions that you as a business owner work on to connect your product with the customer who's going to find it valuable. And then when they find it valuable, they're going to make a purchase. Such as defining your clientele, finding ways to get information in front of as many people as you can, and so many other marketing strategies, right? But here's the problem. There are countless other people doing the same thing, right? Unless your service or product is exceptionally unique in and of itself, in a one out of one category, and something that people will not find anywhere else, then you have to find a way to make what you are providing more valuable. Okay, that's a lot to take in. But if you don't, the potential client's perspective, your photography services, is not very much different from other photographers that they find, right? 
or whatever service we're talking about. It could be photographers, it could be wedding planners, it could be the soap makers, woodworkers, whatever the case. So what does this all mean? We know that we're unique from other photographers and honestly, the potential client knows that you're different from them too. But if we're only sharing the direct service that we offer, then the client simply can't tell. As far as the client sees, there's simply no difference between the two photographers that will lead her to make a purchase with one over the other, right? This potential client will probably go with neither or find someone that does stand out, right? So someone who has already shown that they bring more value and more deliverables before the potential client even books, they're going to go with that person. So you get it. You need to stand out. Okay, not a big revelation, but I just wanted to find that a little bit further as you need to make yourself more valuable rather than just standing out and getting attention. You actually want to add value to your client's experiences. Being different is a form of standing out among your competitors, right? Sure, but it is different than providing a value. Like I said, I can stand on the street street corner and stand out from everyone else walking around DC because I'm wearing crazy neon colored pants and my hair's up like Whoville Who's. I think that's what they're called. But that doesn't mean I'm creating a value for anyone who's seeing me. So there is that very distinct difference between standing out and adding value. Providing value means you recognize what the client needs and you give them solutions. Providing value would be going above and beyond, right? So how do you provide that value? I know. I wanted to make sure that we really introduced it so that you knew where we were going and what it looked like. So let's now talk about some real life considerations and ways that you can initiate more value to give to your clients, okay? So how can you provide this value? Value honestly is subjective. What you find valuable is not necessarily valuable to me or to the next person. So it's important that you understand your ideal client. And as we've talked about many times, you need to understand them so that you can serve that exact person the best and providing value to your clients that they will in turn find valuable, right? This means that my clients might find something more or less valuable than your clients because we don't necessarily have the exact same clientele or ideal client. It goes without saying that we each have to apply these lessons in our own situations. So some of these ideas may look different for you if you own a catering business versus if you own a marketing agency or a virtual assisting firm. But let's dive into that a little bit. Here are some ways that you can provide value before the client has booked. So number one would be give credit to your values, your core values, your mission statement, what you represent. These things are all valuable to your clients. For example, if you're Christian, other Christians are likely to find that valuable for them. If you are a woman-owned business, some clients might find that valuable. If you stand for a cause or you use your platform to promote something beyond yourself, that could be valuable. Those will all be valuable reasons to the right client in helping you stand out from other businesses and giving an added value. Trigger warning here, but I was sexually assaulted when I was pregnant. And so we started donating to a local organization that helped victims of sexual assault. Victims who didn't otherwise have a support. I was so blessed that when I went through my experience that I was able to come home uh, to my husband. Uh, The police were there. 
I had medical attention. I had an astounding amount of support. But some of these sexual assault victims don't have that. And so when I went to court and when I had to deal with the detectives and all of that, like I had a support group. And this organization that we chose to donate to was one that would go with the sexual assault victim to their court hearing if they didn't have a support person, someone just to hold their hand and be with them, someone to just sit with them during the long nights when it was scary to be alone. And this organization was absolutely amazing. Because my um, incident happened locally, we decided to work with VASAP, Victim Assistance of Sexual Assault Program in Montgomery County. And after my sexual assault, we for a period of time, took the proceeds, a percentage of what I made in photography, and donated them to this organization to help support them. So that was something that that I've done, and it made it relatable and added value to my clients. Now, ultimately, the reason that I did it, I would have much rather not had experienced, but I didn't want to hide behind anything. I wanted people to know and see that that vulnerable side of me and know that we wanted to help this organization for such a good cause. So I bring that up just as an example, because if you stand for a cause or you use your platform to promote something that's for the betterment of the people, like that's going to add value for your clientele. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be amazing and connect you with your ideal client, someone who can really respect and appreciate what you're doing. So the next point would be make the experience positive and easy. There are a lot of ways that we can make it a less than desirable experience and not super easy. So what you want to do here is really make your pre-booking experience a super easy and fun and positive experience for the client. Anything you can do to make the whole process easy on your client, you should be doing. Make it easy to find out how to contact you. Do everything you can to learn how to help them quickly. Make contracts and payments easy. You get the idea. Many clients will make a purchase because they found working with you to be a pleasant and easy experience. This is totally valuable. Now, don't jeopardize again your core values or your mission statement. That doesn't mean that you have to be readily available anytime an email or an inquiry comes in. Okay, I'm not asking you to jeopardize any of that, but I am saying that when you do interact with the client, you answer their questions directly, you set them up for success, and you just keep the experience in a forward movement in a positive direction. I found that when I was able to really niche down on my onboarding and pre-booking experience, I could book clients so much faster because by the time that they're getting responses from somebody else and they're working through the nitty gritty details, we've already established what we need. And I shoot over the contract and invoice and boom, boom, a couple clicks and they're done. So that has really made my experience with the clients that much better and more beneficial. And my data points are even more awesome now. The next point would be providing valuable information, regardless if they do book or not. An example of this, it can be like tips on social media, freebies they can download, helpful blogs, or whatever you can think of in your field that potentially will help those clients find value in what you're offering. So if you are a florist giving weekly tips on Instagram, 
or to your email list on how to care for flowers in your home or how to make your flowers last would be super helpful to someone. Maybe a downloadable checklist for caring for flowers. The list of ideas is really endless and we've talked about this in previous episodes of what you can offer to your clients to help grow and market your business right now and this is one of the things that falls on that list. The idea is that when you give them free things, advice or physical that help them, they're far more likely to return to you when they're in need of a service or a product. So you're creating value for them before they even have to come looking for it. We do this all the time. So an example of this was I had a discovery call of something else um, for Gingerbiz and started talking about brand photos and the discovery call, the, the, the guest that I was speaking with needs brand photos. And so we discussed those and I told her I would send her the details and whatnot, which I did. But initially she had asked if I had any tips for finding a brand photographer. So I still went ahead and sent her my list of questionnaires of like, this is what you should ask when you're looking for a brand photographer. So she still already got a value from me because I sent her a free list of questions to ask. But hopefully that means that she's going to want to book with me because she's looking for it. She needs it. And I've already given her that value. I showed her that you don't have to pay me to get something out of our relationship. I want to help you whether or not you work with me. And it's too soon to say because she this all just happened yesterday. But I still feel good knowing that I did that. And the reasons why she would or wouldn't book with me are pretty obvious and easy. So I'm I'm not concerned and I feel good about the value that I was able to give to her. The next thing is be as unique as you can with your product or services and market that. So sure, you might sell soap and so does the next person. Don't just sell the soap. Sell the service or the experience that you give to someone. If someone needs stationery in your stationery business, then the client pretty much knows that you can help them with that, right? But if you hand write and hand cut all the pieces, that's special. And that is what you want to market. Anything that brings value to your business uniquely from someone else in the same industry needs to be at the front of your content. Clients will value those unique offerings, but oftentimes we forget to create value around that detail specifically. And if you don't have a unique angle, give it some thought and come up with one. Because a lot of what our baseline is as creators and service industry people Our baseline is actually way higher than the next. So while you might know that you handwrite all the calligraphy on your invitations, that might not come to mind to somebody else. They might just think that you print it and they might be baffled, right? I've had this happen with my drawings. They think that like everything's digital or like I downloaded it from somewhere and they're just baffled that like, no, all my illustrations are hand drawn. Like it's super, super awesome in my opinion. The next thing would be the power of a plus one. So one tactic that I constantly employ is what I call a plus one. This is essentially another way of saying going above and beyond. But I love the tangible feel it has saying, how can I give someone a plus one? Some examples of this are if I'm mailing a set of stationery to someone, slipping in an extra gift in the box. If I'm working with a bride to photograph their wedding, also offering to help her with their wedding day timeline. Those are just a couple of examples that have been super beneficial in my businesses. In every bride that books with me, I do complimentary timeline assistance because I'm shooting hundreds of weddings and this is likely their first wedding that they've ever even planned, right? And so being able to offer that value that I have is super, super impactful for them. 
like like I said, it's just a form of going above and beyond or upgrading their experience. But the distinction to me is how I can add one more thing to their service that I don't have to add and that they are aren't necessarily asking for or expecting. Because clients remember that the plus one is what they will tell their friends about. They won't talk much to their friends about having a photographer at the wedding, but they will say, I had a photographer who did this and this and this, and they helped me so much with my timeline and they took care of communicating with my family, or they helped me get the photos printed after the big day, or they helped bustle my dress because they've done that a billion times and me and my bridal party couldn't figure it out. They're going to talk about that plus one that you gave them. It's creating an added value. And in almost all of these scenarios, it's not any more work for you as the vendor, right? I mean, I'm just standing there waiting for the bride to be bustled so we can go into the first dance. So why not help? I want the timeline to go smoothly and I want to make sure that we have ample time to be able to get the photos that the bride wants, especially if they have like a bigger wedding party or a larger immediate family. That allows me to also be successful in my day and it's mutually beneficial, but it's an added value for them. Keep that in mind. So as we wrap up, And as you're making business decisions, whether that be figuring out your finances, making contracts, trying to get your virtual assistant on the same page as you, whatever the case, don't forget that all of this is important because you are valuable to your clients, not just because you have a service that they need, but because you know how to be more valuable than just the service you offer. You can bring value to the table by being consistent, genuine, respectful, communicative, and those things are so important and so impactful. You create value in addition to your product or service by making their life easier than the next vendor does, showing them how unique you are, connecting emotionally through shared values, upgrading their experiences with plus ones. Even aesthetics can create value that wasn't there before. Remember, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Value is subjective, so be specific with it. Learn who your client is and how you can make your service more valuable to them. I have never lost a sale or gone in the red because I gave too much quote unquote free stuff away or because I did too much of an extra service. The more value you provide, the more likely clients will book with you. Come back again, talk about you, bring their friends, tell their family, and you will continue to grow. Again, hop back over to episode 15 marketing tips you can do right now that's going to give you a lot of ideas for how you can do plus ones and also episode eight ways to grow your business is going to give you a lot of awesome insight as well these things are invaluable they're going to be amazing and they don't cost you quote unquote an arm and a leg right most of the things that i do don't actually cost me anything which is amazing and some of them cost me like the cost of postage or whatever But in the bigger picture, that's small comparatively. And just incorporate those costs into your cost of doing business. And again, we talk about that in episode 15. So guys, today for delivering value in your business, I really hope that you found a couple major takeaways that you can start implementing in your business today. I would love to chat more with you about it. So feel free to hop into our DMs or comment on our posts. You can find us on Instagram at gingerbiz. Until next time, guys, keep on diving in.